Okay, so uh, hi everyone. Uh, welcome to the Neurosic Podcast at, at the intersection between neurodiversity and cybersecurity. My name is Nathan Chung, and today I'm announcing that Neurosec is partnering with BBWIC, which means stands for Breaking Barriers, Women in Cybersecurity, and we will start to have guest hosts helping me on the show. Today, our guest host is Asta Sani, and now uh, interesting, our special guest for today, uh, Salman Fatima. She is data engineer at Macquire. I can't pronounce it. Choir uh, group and also vice chair of BB Wit. Welcome, Salman. Thank you so much, Nathan and Asta, for hosting me today. That's really great. I'm really excited to be here on Neurosec partnering with BB Wit with this good news. So, yeah, really looking forward to this podcast. Most welcome, Salman. Most welcome. So, so let's get started. And 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 since I am one of the hosts today, so that's funny but very interesting. Uh so. Someone tell me, um, tell me something about uh, what do you do, like um, in your job in McQuarrie, and uh, how about your role in BBWIC? Okay, so it's it's funny that we have Asta as the co-host uh, because she knows me inside out, but yet for the entire community. Hi, my name is Saman Fatima. I work as a data engineer at Macquarie Group. It's a Sydney-based investment bank. Uh, initially, I was a DevOps engineer. I was I started up in 2017 post my graduation, and I started up in identity and access management area. And I was working as a DevOps engineer since then, since uh, till uh, 2022. And uh, it's 2022 that just changed. Uh, you know, I just changed roles to actually understand one of the you know, the section that is data to understand more about it, data analysis and how actually we are uh, report uh, using those data for reporting and all other things. So, you know, that's the mission that uh, our team is up to to make our organization a data driven organization and actually reversed roles that is previously a DevOps engineer. And then I was working with data and now probably I generate you know analyze that data and give it out forward is something that is uh, i have been experiencing since months and it's really exciting to actually work into the big data thing so that's the role that i have uh, with my full time job but apart from that i have a great great passion and enthusiasm for cybersecurity and that's what it started since 2017 and i have been part of a lot of uh, communities led many and volunteered at a zillion zillion places so that's something i really look forward to that you know if i could volunteer if i have certain amount of knowledge or if i have certain amount of experience that i can share with everyone on board that's something i really believe into and uh, bb wick happened uh, when we were part of the lean in uh, Part and they're actually breaking barriers. Women in cybersecurity gave birth to itself at the leaning end. And then eventually we took it to a next level. It's me, Asta and Shruti Rupa. We together along with a long list of members that have really helped us push through this community and made it a non-profit organization. And as part of the community, I am the management lead. I take care of few board areas and how things have to be managed on those ends. Also, you know, having that vision of envisioning women as leaders 
is something that we actually want to push forward and have more women into this particular uh, field, be it fresh grads, be it women who are at their mid-career level, like I am at my mid-career level, and I want to break into cybersecurity like a full-fledged way. So that's my enthusiasm that I want to learn more about it, but I don't hold any degrees or any uh, professional training for it. It's just what we learn from the community and what we give out. And yeah, that's something is uh, what BBWIC and it's very, very dear to me. So that's like a baby to me and will be carried till my grave. So yeah, thank you so much for that question. That, that was really sweet of you, Saman. That was really sweet of you. And two things that you mentioned uh, in your conversation was one was uh, moving from identity access management to a data engineer role. And at the same time, you also mentioned like being part of zillion of committee. I, I know you have volunteered a lot of them and then leading BB Week. So two things which came to my mind was like, how is your experience? Like, how was your experience from switching from IM to data? So like what learning curve that you have seen, like when you changed your role from IM to data. And, and of course, nobody can take cyber away from you because you hold a cybersecurity experience and identity access management. But yes, adding that data engineer touch or adding that data analytics and big data, like what? how do you think has uh, changed you as a professional? Like how do you see cyber now uh, while working on the data front? Uh, like I would love to know more about that. Okay, so when I was a fresh grad, I came out of just college and I just joined up with uh, identity and access management. There I actually understand the gravity of, you know, if I have certain level of access, how am I affecting the organization or how am I affecting the work in totality? So that is that stretched up to four years that I worked on the Gartner's tools sale point and had a good knowledge of everything. And uh, to be honest, I have worked on a couple of versions of sale points. So I've seen a lot of functionalities. I have worked on it and beat both development deployment, you know, covering both the development and operations end. So when, uh, you know, my current organization offered me an internal mobility that we have this particular role open. And uh, when I did actually invested my time to what actually this role meant for me, will bring on table for me, is something that really excited me because one of the biggest disadvantage of, uh, you know, when we work on data, when we work in cyber and particularly in identity and access management, when we have a lot of uh, things to actually handle and take care of, we actually miss on a lot of points regarding deprovisioning and you know when anybody is transferred or when anybody leaves the organization how actually those identities are tackled and how actually accesses are taken off and how they continue maybe for years for some organizations leading to a lot of breaches so that's something really wanted me to you know understand about the data how actually data analysis happens how it can be you know provision to different reporting angles and how we can visualize that data on a dashboard kind of stuff and see, for example, uh, we are launching that dashboard and seeing that data for us from any of the source that any organization uses. So that is something I wanted to implement my existing knowledge from identity and access management and implement the same 
as part of data and working on it and yes i just wanted to be versatile i just did not wanted to stick to just one role i wanted to explore those ends as well and yes uh, having that touch with cyber is there with my current role as well because we have a lot of uh, security tests related to that data which we push forward or analyze or do a lot of work on it so i am not going away from that section i i can't go away from that field but still uh, having a new flavor to data is something i wanted to explore here so that's why i opted for this role of data engineer from devops engineer awesome Oh, wait, we got a great question in the chat. Uh, Ravi's asking, what do you guys think about cybersecurity and Web 3.0? So, someone, um, did you hear the question? Oh, yeah. But um, I haven't, uh, like, I don't have much of uh, information on Web 3.0. Oh, that's so fine. I, I, I would, I would pass it. That's, that's yet to come, but, but there is one thing for sure in, in Web3 as like, because Web3 is, is somehow intermingled or related with as we move towards the uh, metaverse or basically the meta, like the Web3 is the next level of internet. So I think many more changes are going to come. And in terms of cybersecurity, we really have to think in terms of security, privacy and compliance, because there are many unknowns that we haven't touched yet. But when we start off with that, for example, uh, let's, let's pick one thing about meta just to answer your question Ravi um, little movements of human beings would be picked up even your iris movement so what type of information we can collect how we store that information how it's going to impact or uh, different mm. types of compliance because right right now the requirements to compliance are very much related to what's what's going on right now so they may have to change and then our perceivedness to uh, privacy and security uh, is going to evolve a lot when we move to web 3.0 so yeah so thank you, Saman. That was really, really important because one of the things that even I have personally realized is I haven't, I haven't worked in uh, as a data engineer, but uh, like I have worked on different parts of uh, data analytics or big data because I am into same and threat hunting. And, and when you work with the same, when you work with the logs, you're really working with big data because you're collecting a lot of information storage. You have to really monitor that. So I think uh, that's a really great move that you took internally as well because um, cyber has a lot of parts integrated with different areas of IT. So it's really good. Many times people have questions. So I would like to applaud for your decisions that you have taken. Many times people have questions like, why am I moving? Why not just stay to a particular role? So, th so that's amazing. And and you're very young. Uh, I have seen you from a very young age getting into this these roles. So I have this one question for you. A lot of women on LinkedIn, they see you as an inspiration, okay? And you're a young, young leader. So many times we have like experienced leaders in the industry and they share their own challenges. So what are some of the challenges that, you want to share like you would like to share with us as you may have faced as a young leader in the industry like uh, in terms of acceptance in terms of experience so anything that you would like to share thanks so much asta for that question and uh, for all that applause i'm really grateful and a lot of things i would credit it back to you as well uh, in my journey but uh, when i just talk about the challenges and you know the transitioning and how i have sustained five and a half years into the industry with all the community work, with all the work that I've done in two organizations and with an internal mobility as well to a new role. So see, 
uh, what you see on the outside end when we post a lot of things on our social handles, people see just the good part. Okay, um, she's part of this community. She's volunteering here. She's volunteering there. She's staying awake till this late. But a lot of things that goes on in the back end are the things that we actually sign up for, for ourselves. thinking that it would be good for us in the coming uh, days or months or years that's something we look forward to and i just wanted to put this out in bold in capitals that when you say that you are passionate for community when you say that you're passionate for learning um you have to have that empathy in yourself and you have to have that effortless thing that you give out to the community without any ifs and buts without any complaints that you know i am uh, you know awake this early or i am you know uh, awake this late in the night so that is something that goes part of the entire process so that's main on the process part that you know when you work when you want to have that demographic image when you want to have that branding for yourself personal branding for yourself for everyone in the geography to know you you have to take some steps to which will go past your time zone as well and that's how you learn actually you just cannot learn uh, being in a small group or being in a small country or in a big country big state anything of that sort so uh, you have to step out of that and as part of the work what i have done and what i have been doing yes there have been a lot of challenges uh, in in terms of corporate things so you know initially when i was a devops engineer uh, working on salespoint i was a fresher i was a novice i was a fresh grad out of college knew nothing about it knew just i just had in my last semester a couple of subjects related to security and that's just it nothing else i knew and till the date also i have no professional knowledge like a sit down thing of years and then i implemented in the organization so you know it was you know i knew a lot of things i knew some languages i knew uh, the sql coding everything i knew but yeah there's a lot that you get exposed to so you know gelling up into that atmosphere and especially into that male dominated uh, atmosphere was difficult being the youngest one having no prior experience and you don't know how others are reacting to yourself is it right or wrong or you can actually go beyond it and speak up so that thing was missing at my end and i learned it all through that all through those years and yes that continues uh, that goes up with every phase of your life that you know it's difficult to actually prove yourself in front of people and uh, one thing that i've learned from a lot of you all as well is that you cannot impress or make happy everyone what you do if that satisfies yourself and you think that something you wanted to do and you did it you learned something from it is something i go by it because you cannot you know check everyone that if you're happy with my decision if you're happy with my decision and then coming back to being a data engineer that's also was not a, a simple thing because coming down from an iim background and then working on hadoop and other relatable applications was difficult for me also initially i had to do a lot of trainings initially to understand uh, like a basic tool only hadoop environment just to understand that how do we work on it and then understanding that you know okay we write uh, the queries in hive here or this here so understanding step by step everything took me a lot of time and 
led me into a lot of phases of imposter syndrome as well that i thought that i would not be able to you know uh, do things because i had this notion that with my previous role people used to come walk up to me and you know ask me questions and i used because i've spent four and a half years on salespoint i used to help them with things but now it's getting difficult for me i am not able to you know uh, actually do that much as i used to do in my previous role so i started you know questioning myself did i make the right decision of taking this role or not should i have been there with my previous role or not and that just took me a lot of weeks months to come out of it and then small small wins like small small creating a small data set experimenting on it just you know fetching uh, analyzing data for like 1000 entries was something like a big win for me so that is something that made me move and now i've spent 8 months into this role and now i feel like yes i can do it like there is no going back i have learned so much and uh, this is that so what do you see that you know we have uh, shown this particular dashboard onto you a lot goes behind it as well and we don't see the back end challenges how one has actually achieved that so there are challenges and there will be challenges i know with every step but just you don't see it uh, you know you just see the good part of a person's uh, thing like they've been this they have done that but you don't see how they have done it so i guess that everyone should understand that uh, at the back end they have been working a lot to get to that level yeah 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 you shared couple of very interesting points someone from your overall experience like switching imposter syndrome and uh, you need to give that time small wins that come in place and coming from a non cyber background uh, like being working on that job and uh, you also shared like learning from communities i've also seen you presented in on a very different topics in conferences and um, i think uh, those topics are not related to iam so they are related to different domains so this really comes from your own learning and your own efforts and you also mentioned like staying up at different time zones uh because you you have to if you if you want to contribute it's it's the time that you have to take out that's 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 about community it's give and take uh if you if you learn something about community and when you want to give it back you might have to uh, take out that extra time to support and um, that's a great thing and uh, like in like in addition to all the things that you like you just mentioned and you shared because it requires sheer hard work to do this so how do you think uh, like when when you are on linkedin or when you are on a public platform how do you think uh, you're well accepted as a young leader like what like what kind of responses interactions have you feel like do you, do you have you feel any challenges in in the area of cybersecurity being a young leader you're leading a community with me and uh, like uh, what do you what do you think about this overall experience do you do you think we need any improvement Uh, in terms of young leader because many times we talk about leader is like 20 plus years of experience and um, uh, we, we don't have that so uh, what kind of experience you have as being a young leader and in terms of community and cyber just if you want to just share it in like two three lines some major points that would yeah. be great yeah. um i have like i have a lot of accepting audience and uh, they have been really applauding my work and that has actually kept me going forward there is that one set the other set being that i want to have that improvement in our field is uh when you are in your 20s 
and uh, maybe 30s anything that we take of early 30s or latter 20s and uh, actually you get that thing you get that uh, uh feel that the person is really elder to you uh, have spent a lot of years into the field and uh, they're not ready to accept a lot of things from a young leader so that age factor comes in between although i may have a lot of experience in community i may have a lot of experience with a lot of other communities volunteering and everything but i have felt that age factor really comes in between and uh, that's something i don't care about if you are 60 if you are 18 if you are 15 i will really acknowledge your work and learn from you so you know just one example that i want to give out is uh, we've heard of a young leader who is also the board member for bbwic that's namya student cell board member and she's really really young she's in school and i have seen her uh, actually progress with all things she has done i haven't done at that age but i still learn a lot of from her post from her work and everything so the age factor should never come in between so that's something i really want to pinpoint here when that age factor comes in between apart from that i have a really great audience i have a really great family uh, out there in cyber and they have been you know supporting me pushing me for doing a lot of things and that's why i'm here with you know all these types of experiences but yes i also have faced a lot of challenges on this end as well in the community itself since all these years awesome great and great. and real quick we have one one really good question in the chat about what country has the best practices and respect for neurodivergent individuals in cybersecurity so uh, i can answer that real quick so the you'll see a lot of great support around neurodiversity in countries such as the canada australia and uk those are my observation the the hubs of neurodiversity there's also a lot of support in the us but the most uk canada and australia i think part of it is cuz the, the laws and overall the government support is greater than compared to the us but that's a great question <laughs> yeah that's a very good question um, because many time people have these kinds of questions and doubts in mind so thank you so much saman for sharing that and sharing those because um, you shared about namya and, and other people and you yourself so it, it's not easy certainly i know it it's it's not easy because you're working really really hard on different fronts so quick rapid fire two three questions for you so do you want to pursue a career in cyber or data for though I want to pursue like I don't want to leave cyber so yeah if if given a choice I would really go into cyber but yeah with that data knowledge I would like to implement a lot of things on that end but yeah cyber is like eternally I love so if I want to pursue anything that would be cyber great great thank you for answering that uh working with community often comes with spotlight that you get on uh social media and stuff so uh for you working with community is, is it like more of like what you have seen do you think uh moving forward because it's it's a very important lesson i think each one of us is learning today so is it is it like what do you think uh working with communities like as you go forward do you want to continue with the hard work or do you want to go on the fame side like wh- where where do you think like what are your perspective on working with communities because fame comes so what are your thoughts on fame and hard work 
See, to be honest, I guess Asa, you also know with that fame part when it comes, it really makes me feel very shy, very uncomfortable because I have that thing. Because the only thing I thought of being part of community and everything was to learn and give it out. But when all these things come, like I, I really feel shy, and that's something my true self that um that 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 never comes out. But yeah, now I have spoken it aloud. But yeah, really that learning mindset and. and going with the community and you know uh, making people learn on things that i know or make, helping them with jobs or any other thing any other thing that they would need is something that i want to go forward with if fame come come with it that something is a package there but yeah not in like i am not up for it so i was never up for it actually i never knew that this would come actually with it that you know you would be on that spotlight as well but now it comes so i feel like i have greater responsibilities that you know i have if i have done uh, two times this year then i have to actually increase that level and do more next year so that you know that is actually i'm improving myself as well with every year or with every passing year that happens so that that's my say on to that very very relatable someone because um that's that's what we have seen because we never anticipated this we all we always wanted to like uh, come up with a focus to to help but but yes cyber is now such a hot field it's very known demanding but as you said i think one of the major responsibility which comes with people knowing you is uh, my responsibility to share right information or to be that right person who people aspire to follow because that becomes very important because there there are so many people on linkedin and too much information so i really appreciate your response um and we talk yeah yeah go ahead go also ahead. yeah just one more thing to add up like uh, when you come more into the spotlight then you know i gave that answer but there are a lot of folks who are actually doing a lot of work without coming onto the spotlight, the spotlight so, right so in a positive way i would want them and every one of us to get onto that spotlight as well because that makes Ten more folks know that okay, this person is doing this and this, and I may reach out to this person. So, if that is the reason for coming down to the spotlight, then I would really recommend that if you're doing work, put it forward on the social handles. Let the community know so that they can reach out to you, and you can help more rather than just a smaller section. But more people could be helped there. So, if that's the reason, yes to the spotlight. that's that's a great point someone that you mentioned because um like many times uh, spotlight becomes important because you want to voice out for the right thing and when you have more people so many many who out there who who might not like coming in public and they're doing such great work already tremendous good amount of work so in today's world it's necessary so that we can like if people are looking up to you uh they can see more people who are working in the right direction so that it really helps in their career and personal growth as well that's what i personally feel because it really impacts you personally as well all the social media okay. posts and everything and it all has a mental or physical impact on us so that's a very very great point you mentioned and since we talked about fame and hard work uh what are the three top three moments uh, of your career in cyber so the three winning moments that would you would like to share with us any three which like which comes to your mind immediately uh the three winning moments for me would be uh, first and foremost would be when bbwic became a non profit organization and 
you know adding up to that when we won the non profit award the ally ally award for that so that's like a big big thing uh, for us and you know for our community to be recognized as that so that was a great great uh, time for bb weekend for all of us and for all the hard work we paid out for uh, the next would be uh, i have been presenting at a lot of conferences and you know when i had been doing that a couple of years starting two three years my abstracts were getting rejected because i know i was a beginner i did not knew a lot of things about abstract and you know every time they got rejected and i was really disheartened but eventually when i spoke at different conferences and uh, you know at very good conferences i would say i would mention that they being ovasp or day of security or sans new to cyber so there were a lot of uh, great platforms which i could get and get that experience for myself and so that i could give it out something to the community to the larger section so that was one thing uh, that was a great win for me and apart from that uh, a win like a third win i can't really recollect but um i think the third okay. win uh, should be that we're the finalists for women in cybersecurity yes, awards yeah, so congratulations on that <laughs> thank you so much because uh, the only thing that is really uh, making me happy for that award is i was nominated for that volunteer award and i've uh, volunteered a lot all these years and i was really happy that you know that was getting recognized that people knew that i am doing that is of worth so that is something like this is my very first time being a finalist at an award i i was completely overwhelmed by it as i would know it <laughs> and uh, but still uh, that's like a different phase for me as well to understand and take that up as well and be comfortable with that but i'm happy that you know uh, that volunteers and all that years and all those times and interacting with people and you know uh, being like host to a lot of speakers at conferences really paid off and not like paid off but still it's getting recognized and seen so that's something i am happy about and i feel that's truly well deserving because Uh, i have seen and many personal me- like members who are watching this or maybe watch this later they they will definitely they know it that you are you are there all the time helping and supporting from jobs to see cfps and to what not so that's really commendable and i ho- and i really hope you you really win and um, like as you mentioned like if i recall all of the conversation that we have today you talked about many things like starting your career and then getting into communities what are the top 3 things which really helped you connect with people across the globe because that's the challenge sometimes we see like we have women we have underrepresented group who who want to reach out who want to make that connection or uh, want to be heard okay uh, and in general as well like if someone is new and they they want to start building those connections and and of course one thing I, i'm sure you would agree is building connections is important but hard work is also important but yes in terms of building connections what top things like there is no number for that but you can share any tips on uh, building those connections building those strong connections that really helped you okay so when i was a beginner into cyber security i you know linkedin was very new for me so i know it could be overwhelming initially for a lot of folks 
to understand how does you know how can you make connections with strange people it just comes with that uncomfortable spot that you have to talk and if the person is from a different uh, country altogether how actually you can be on the same level so you know what actually i can give it out as a tip is and what i did and worked for me as well is uh, understand what field actually you want to go into so if i wanted to go into cyber security i tried connecting with a lot of folks into that particular field put down all those filters connect with as many people and yes do not just randomly connect with people um, just for the sake of connecting and sending them connection requests probably look out for their profiles what work are they doing is it something that excites you as well and you want to also work on it or something you have worked on that part and you want to have a healthy discussion on that and that's how you actually build your connection so you know you can message them that hi i have watched your work or i have seen or read your work and i got these 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 things i want to connect for a quick virtual coffee and if they're in their own uh, if they are in, the, in your own countries you can catch up with them as well but like quick virtual coffees have really worked out for me with a lot of folks across time zones so you know if you want to understand more about those things you can connect likewise and probably for example if not onto the work end but you want to be a volunteer at an at a conference and you want to connect to uh, the organizer there so probably writing them down that if you need somebody as a volunteer i'd be happy to volunteer so like that you actually build up your connections and yes attending conferences attending events virtually as much as you can being part of community events lets you also uh, be around all these people and you can actually have a healthy chat there so you know do not just vaguely send requests to everyone uh, just for the sake of uh, sending requests but you know if you really want to uh, take more from take more for yourself just uh, you know be like put in some hard work and you will see a lot of people would reply back to you and uh, they would have a chat with you and you will come down to having known connections like that so that's how i have done it and i have a lot of folks around the globe now and i'm happy with that i'm really proud of it like uh, i have people from est time zone pst time zone mountain time zone and everyone from the europe time zone uk one everyone so you know um, i have people from everywhere and that's how you actually build your network uh, to actually understand everything that that's really wonderful so the three major tips that what i understood someone from your conversation was look for the people that you really desire to connect with with the with a mission or a goal in mind so probably a goal is to you want to learn something or you want to share some knowledge or you, like you want to learn something more about a particular area and second thing is if you really want to start getting into this and get start getting the feel and understanding of cybersecurity you can start becoming part of communities like as you someone started with that and i think becoming volunteer because many conferences are looking out for volunteers and folks who can actually apply for being volunteers they don't know so whosoever is listening to us uh look for conferences connect with their organizers or founders or who are managing those conferences and as or when you see the post if you do not see a call for volunteer like if you miss it if you are not able to find it you can directly connect with the conference people it's as easy many times we think people may not respond but they do respond and connect with people not just randomly 
um add a message add a personal touch and uh, you really need hard work for that that's that's what i personally know and as some someone shared you you might have to connect at odd hours you might have to meet you might have to put that extra effort for networking so networking is not just about connecting and then it's done it's really a lot of hard work and an initiative from your side in understanding different cultures countries and becoming part of different initiatives so thank you so much saman uh, i have one last question that i would like to ask you and which is what message do you have for women in cyber in india who want to transition either into uh, big data or cyber security and uh, you may answer this question in english and then in hindi probably i know that's your native language so you can share that short message in first in english and then probably in hindi for for the audience so that would be really wonderful thank you okay so i have uh, transitioned like i was into iim first and then i came as in as a data engineer so you know i would not say uh, like people have said it that if i can do it you can do it no i just don't want to say it because for everyone it's different but i just want to say that take that step that's the only point i want to uh, stress on take that step there will be a lot of challenges i swear there will be and i have seen a lot of them but the end result just just focus on the end result like you know uh, 6 months 8 months one year later how you want to shape up your career how you want to be versatile on your resume just be selfish for yourself and think that how do you want to tune up yourself upskill yourself and that's the only aim you have and whatever challenges come and there would be many that you would question yourself you'll have that imposter syndrome that you're not uh, working properly and then everything will fall off its space but still just take that step and just keep moving and have a set of friends around you have some people around you who have that trust with you and you also have that and you can connect with them that's very important because uh, this is not a road that you can take alone you have to have your family and friends around you i have it i'm really proud of it and that's why that kept me moving so the only thing i would say that take that step and just do not stop or do not look back once you look back you will never be able to take uh, that step again in your life it will be really difficult because you would know there would be a lot of challenges and i guess everyone here on this panel they have taken those steps they have done it seen it and now they are comfortable with it but it's not just a short span of time that you have to take that step you have to take multiple steps for it as well but take that one step and that will you know keep on moving and if i have to just club it down in my own regional language this particular tip that's something very different here that i'd be doing that uh jo aap karna chahte ho जो आप अपने लिए करना चाहते हो आई वॉन्ट टू यूज दैट वर्ड बट यू वॉन्ट टू यूज इट इंग्लिश यू वॉन्ट टू गो विद इंग्लिश सो जस्ट गो फॉरवर्ड विद इट एंड जो होगा जो भी रिजल्ट होगा जस्ट लीव इट at least uh, you know that you have taken that step and you have come out of it so you know ek koshish bahut zaruri hai and that is what we are asking her that take that step and just go forward with it and have a set of people around you who just 
push you forward do not take you down so that's that's my only message that i have for people everyone here awesome and we are just about out of time and thank you to uh amazing guest salman and our uh, my guest uh host uh, As asa it was great advice today and thank you everyone for listening to the neurosic podcast and catch us next time thank you thank you thank you bye bye